And welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Precure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are joined once more by a former guest of the podcast. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tanner and I got my second dose an hour ago. Oh. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> You know, that time when I said, yeah, I'm totally free, I'll be on the podcast then, because I did time zone changes backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting my shot. Well, good. This means we got you right before all of the other side effects kick in. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that, that was the plan. They're like, we can put you in right at the morning or right at the end. Like, put me in right at the end, because I have stuff to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am sweating, and I don't know if that's needle, or if that's just, oh no, I've let my friends down oh, <laughs> by no! not knowing how time works. <laughs> I think it might be mostly needle. Okay. I didn't have sweating, but also I may have had sweating and not noticed because I live in Florida. I don't think I sweated. But I know Jake sweated. I got a yeah, rash. Uh, we, we got, uh, I got to have a podcast with post-shot Jake last night. Mm, yeah, good. I think my worst symptom was when I got the rash on my arm over the uh, injection site, which freaked me out when I noticed it. I'm like, oh God, is that bad? <laughs> My worst symptom was just my arm being sore as fuck. <laughs> yeah. My my mom didn't know if she had any symptoms when she got the first shot because I, she got, I think, AstraZeneca. And that's like, side effects might include aches and headaches. And she's like, I always get those. So who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The time I got the first shot was probably the worst though, because only because the next day my arm was sore. And then I realized I had to work and I had to like... And since I do click and collect, I had to, like, reach for items. So every time I reached my arm up to grab an item for the shop, my arm would hurt because I just got shot there the other day. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I made a mistake. Ah. <laughs> I picked the wrong arm. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Vaccine Talk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Go get vaccinated if you can and haven't already. Yes, please get vaccinated if you are able to. It is important. Get vaccinated for the people that can't get vaccinated. Yes. Precisely. Anyways, Charlie, what episode are we watching this week? <laughs> yeah, speaking, speaking, speaking of pretty cures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that sounded like a fake laugh, but I was actually laughing at it. <laughs> it sounded like you were doing a sensible chuckle. <laughs> yes, today we are watching episode 15 of Futaiwa Max Heart. The upperclassman you admire is your super close friend. Also known as the Senpai Role Models Are Best Friends, which is a much worse title than the one that Wikipedia gives, which is like the opposite of how it normally works. Yeah, just this once, it is different. The roles have been reversed, the tables have been turned. Mm, The roles have been modeled. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So we start the episode off at school. Wait, hold on a sec. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, wait? I have a question for Tanner. Oh. So Tanner, you were previously on Futaiwa, uh the first season. I was previously on the mid-season finale. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which was not this. Not No, this is not the mid-season finale. We're not, that won't happen until like episode, what, 25, 26? Around that, probably. No, that's another 10 episodes from now. Yeah. But thoughts on uh, Max Heart? What do you think of the newest cure? Has your favorite cure changed? She, she's fine. I, I I feel like she has gotten the short end of the stick because in universe she lacked a personality. And this episode was like, hey, Hikari, you should have a personality. And she's like, dang, I think I will have a personality. <laughs> she's been building up to it for the past few episodes. But I actually, I appreciate Now and Miu, who I don't know if we've even met yet. I don't nope. remember them. No. I like them. I well, like No, we did see them like once before, but it was like a short thing. Yeah. We didn't they never got though. names. I like the I like these seventh grade lesbians. Mm-hmm. They're being inspired by the eighth grade lesbians. <laughs> yes, <I was> exactly. Say. <laughs> 
It was very good. I like uh, I liked them a lot. They're great friends for Hikari. And also... Friends. <laughs> what are you trying to imply? I would, I would argue that grade seven is a little too young for the polycule. Wait till you get to high school. Mm-hmm. See, I, I was going to say that the thing that I said before Charlie said for Hikari. <laughs> 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 I heard great friends and I was like, ah, yes. No, I, I, no, they're great friends for Hikari. They're in love okay. with each other, though. It's true. <laughs> they, they look across the, the classroom at Hikari and say, we love your vibe. <laughs> Yes, we start off uh, at school and we cut to the peach class of the, the, the first, first year of peach class. First year of peach class. Where's I know you probably don't know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Mm. <laughs> and the question is: Was Hikari, not Hikari Honoka Nagisa in peach class last season? I think they were in a different one. Okay. I think I don't think it was peach because I would have remembered peach. Okay, I think. I think. They were in Daisy class. Daisy. Uh, Charlie, actually, this reminds me, because you were going to ask me a weird question that I thought for a second was going to be about culture. Um, didn't uh, Yumi send us something uh, on Twitter? About, oh yeah, uh, let me look at our Twitter. Yes, we got some answers. Love to have answers. Because he posed a lot of questions, and Ayumi is very cool, and she answers uh, questions about Japanese culture and words that we have brought up on the podcast. Yes, so she did say that there are parent-teacher conferences uh, that are in Japan, but they're just different than they are in the U.S. So we could have an episode where Akane goes to the school for Hikari's parent-teacher conference, which I don't think is going to happen, but what if it did? I hope it does. I got my fingers yes. crossed. And she did confirm that Odango is Dango sometimes. In Japanese, we add O before nouns is all. So I guess it's just the same word. Okay. Yes. Sometimes it's just a little O. It's like possum. Yes. Odangos are like possums. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm pretty sure podcast engage. <laughs> Anyways. So we... They're in the classroom. Yes. And, uh... Now and Miyu, who are two of uh, Hikari's classmates, one the now has like short brown hair, and uh, Miyu has uh, short black hair that's in like two pigtails. They kind of do have similar hair to Nagisa and Honoka. They're they're literally just fun sized Nagisa and Honoka. Mm-hmm. At, le- at least it's not as much the exact same as uh, the cures from Splash Star. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if if you told me that these two were going to be the Flash Star cures, I would believe you. That would have been cool. Oh. Hmm. New fan theory. <laughs> <laughs> are they going to a what? What is? What are these called? It's a flea market. Flea market. Yes, they are going to a flea like Like the famous swap shop of South Florida. That also has a big drive-in theater and a Ferrari museum. What? The Florida Swap Shop. Is this the thing you were telling me about? Yes, this is the thing that I would have taken you to um, if if we were, you were down here longer when you visited. Oh! Well, Fascinating. Well, so cool. I almost went there during the pandemic because they have a drive-in theater. Mm. <laughs> I debated it. I, th- I love the, the aesthetic of this website. Yeah, yeah. If you look at like if you just Google image search Florida Swap Shop, um, you'll get to see a bunch of like just flea market pictures. <laughs> there's like a little carnival there. Um, there's just like rows and rows and rows of vendors outside and inside. Yeah, Regina doesn't. Oh no, I guess Regina has like the the Value Mall days at the Value Mall, which is just three days out of the week. A bunch of vendors show up and set up inside a hollowed out Sears. Mm. I guess that's something you could do with the hollowed out Sears. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it's only three days a week, though. Um, because the people who run it need other time to do other things, maybe? Yeah. The the guy who goes down there who also works as the butcher in my store needs time to make more chainmail dice bags. That's pretty good. So these two girls <laughs> are talking about the flea market. And how they want to go. And they see Hakari just staring out the window because that's just what Hakari does. She loves to stare off into space. I get it. I save <laughs> Hakari. 
And they're like, we should invite her to go with us. She's really nice of them. Yeah, so she gets invited to go out. Yes. Uh, the girls invite Hikari to go to the flea market. Cut to the intro. Cut back to it's Sunday already. And Nagisa has to go to the bread shop for her mom. Yes. To Let's a specific bread. bread shop in the town where the flea market is. Now, Tanner, I know it's not that different than the, the original opening, but did you think... What do you think of this opening compared to the original Futaiwa? I do actually like the new one a little bit better because it's got more pizzazz. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who thinks it's worse. <laughs> I, I understand. I can understand why you wouldn't like it as much, but I like it more. It, it's grown on me. The, the, the shouting of Max Heart. <laughs> yes, yeah, like a terrible fungus. <laughs> watch will have a completely different opening and we won't have to i mean i do enjoy this opening i'm excited to get if we do kira kira alamo i really like the opening and ending songs for that yeah the way the way alamo opens up it just goes ice cream uh and the second ending has uh words uh a boom boom i love pretty girls she's a great line I don't know if it's better than Girls Be Ambitious. <laughs> Which, like, I want to be clear, isn't, like, intrinsically funny at all. I just, I have, like, a weird attachment to it from the theme song to Style Savvy. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I don't know. <laughs> yes. So Nagisa is going to go get some bread for her mom. Because she and Meppel ate all the bread. Yes. Which is very funny because of what happens at the end. Uh, and we see that Hakari is meeting up with the two other girls. Uh, so she starts to talk to them and she tells them that she works for her relative's uh, shop, uh, Akane's. Who's technically not her relative, but no one knows that. Though, wait, what's their fake relationship? Um, cousins? I want to say cousins. Or like aunt? No, an aunt would be too familial. Yeah. I think it is cousin. Just cousins with some manner of removal. Cousins, I think, is like the easiest uh, lie for a fake relationship with a family member. I guess it really depends on how many siblings your parents have. Although you can have like, you can say just cousin and mean like a second cousin, because I have second cousins that I just call cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just easily get away being like, yeah, this person's my cousin. Hey, race car precure when? I I wish. They should do that. Come on, like, give them... Well, I guess, could they? Because the the cures are usually middle schoolers. So are the Power Rangers. Yeah. I didn't... I don't... Well, I guess they're more like high schoolers, but still. <laughs> they're teenagers. They can. They don't have to actually be car racers. They can just be race car... The, the, the NASCAR enthusiast club. <laughs> they could be really into bicycles, and then when they transform into pre-cure, they have dirt bikes. Actually, actually, that what what if all all vehicles precure or all X Games precure? Oh, we have bike, skateboard, roller skates, kart racer, and hang glider. Surfer, I would have said. <laughs> that works too. I can get into this. I can get into a more, like a sports pretty here. Yeah, just also like a sports pretty here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's enough sports in this pretty here. We've talked about lacrosse so many times. <laughs> it's so <much> yeah. lacrosse. <laughs> and there were sports in this episode. But are they crispy? No. Um, no. Last sport we saw also wasn't crispy. Yeah, soccer wasn't that crispy. Um. Okay, so Hikari meets with her friends at the flea market. Yeah, they go shopping. Uh, they go shopping. She needs to learn how to interact with kids her own age. Um. One of them pulls up mag- merchandise for Brad Putt. Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> Brad Put! I was not expecting this at all. <laughs> this uh, reference to Brad Pitt. So, so Yan Sama, who's the guy that now really likes, he must be like a parody of a Japanese celebrity of the time. Yeah. Theoretically. Probably. Which, like, both of these are interesting because we don't get a lot of stuff like this. Um, sorry, like this in Pretty Cure. As far as I can remember, really, or I'm aware you saying of. They're, are you saying that they have never gone to McDonald's and Pretty Cure? No. I don't think they have. They mostly just go to the taco cafe. Yeah. Yeah, they they really don't do this that, like, often. At least, not that I can remember. 
So it was fun to get them see to see to get the, uh, to see them do this. Also, this Brad Putt man on this pillow that uh, Miyu finds is I don't like his face. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's extremely it's, an off-brand merchandise that you find at a, a flea market for a dollar. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> looks like it was lifted from one of those how to draw anime books. <laughs> And then Miyu holds it up in front of her face like, if you ever met Brad Putt, it'd be like, do you speak English? Yeah. <laughs> That's just how it works, you know? Yeah. So they start laughing about uh, roasting each other about their celebrity crushes. And then we see Honoka is at the library. Yep. Also in this town. Yes. She went out of town to go to the, the larger library, I guess. Yeah. We never know what she's studying. We never get to, like, find out because Mipple starts talking and she's like, hey, Mipple, what's up? And Mipple's like, I want to study too. And then she gets the card swiped in and the teacher's like, all right, what do you want to study, Mipple? And she's like, I want to study what Honoka's studying. Yeah. What do we think Honoka's studying? Um, Basketball. Creatures with bioluminescence. Mm, I'm going to say. Bioluminescent basketballs. Astrology. Astrology or astronomy? Astronomy. Okay. Sometimes I get them mixed up in my brain. They're not the same thing. No. Because astronomy is what do stars do? And astrology is what do stars do to my soul? <laughs> uh, we cut back to the girls talking and they're talking about people they look up to and now mentions Hasakura. Uh, and I was going to look this up because... Hasakura is a name that sounds familiar to me. This guy definitely was in this show before. I don't remember. He had a crush on someone, didn't he? Is this the, uh, is this the man? Hold on. Ha- Hasakura definitely had a crush on someone, right? Yeah, is this is the guy, right? He has a crush on Nagisa. Is this the guy who she went on the, the chestnut? Yeah! But isn't this a high school man? He is now. Last year he wasn't. Yeah. Did okay. So what? Because he is significantly older, drawn looking. Did they, did they put him through animation puberty? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, uh, Fuji P didn't change much, so it, it may just be a. Well, some people just have more eventful summers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like the high school boys we see uh, that they play uh, basketball against later on, definitely like. They look like they're out of Kota no Ken. (laughs) (laughs) So now admires Hasekuro-kun. And probably because he's also a basketball player. Because as we learn later, uh, she really likes basketball. Uh, And they ask, Hikari, who do you admire? But she's thinking about when Naisa blushed. I just realized. Okay. I suddenly just realized we never got a recap of last episode. Did... Uh, yeah, I guess Nagisa didn't do it on the train. Huh. Um, so, I, when, you're, when you're about to s- describe why she's thinking of Nagisa, the thing is, um, the way they're describing the people they, quote, admire and to look up to is extremely talking about, like, a crush, like an upperclassman crush. Yes. Uh, especially when, uh, they describe it to her because Hikari doesn't set an answer yet. It's like, that person that puts like a fluttery feeling in your chest. Uh, and so hearing this, Hikari's obviously thinking about uh, how Nagisa clearly has an open crush on Fuji P, uh, who is, you know, an upperclassman to her. Yes. And so Hikari just says Nagisa because she's thinking about that. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so. Uh, Sorry, I had to look up their names again. Kageyama and Tabata do their uh, do a little role play scene because they're also fans of Nagisa and Honoka. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they do they do a pretty good job of just imitating the characters. <laughs> they in a do way. a really good job of it. <laughs> I really like this. I really like that they both admire Nagisa and Honoka, and like you can just like easily role play them. Uh, they describe the cures as being an unstoppable power couple. Yes. Yes. Which is true. They are unstoppable. Uh, and Nagisa cannot be stopped as she shows up with her bread and te- talks to Hikari while these two girls are off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny 
because she's just talking to Kari and uh, now I'm you just like in the background, just like watching the two of them talk. Uh, meanwhile, Honoka goes for a walk and ends up also at the fleet market. Yeah, although in my notes I accidentally wrote, uh, then we see Honoka is now out of the library, headed to the library. That's not what I meant you, right? <laughs> she didn't leave the library to return to the library. Well, she did earlier. That's true. Uh, yeah, I guess she did leave the library and then go back inside the library. But I feel like that's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kagayama and Tabata are both su- super impressed that Hikari knows both of the cures. Um, and they keep impersonating them. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's very cute. And then Kaga- Kagayama sees, um, the basketball being played and is like, Hey, Nagisa, you should play basketball with me. Yes. <laughs> uh, could- uh, Sorry. <laughs> No, go ahead. You go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, it's because she... Do it. <laughs> she says earlier that, she, like, she has this very, like, image in her mind that Nagisa is just good at any sports. And, like, oh, she's probably great at basketball, even though Nagisa is like, if we only play it, we would play it at school. I don't know if I could actually be good at basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to think the person you admire is really cool. Uh, but Nagisa, Hikari, and Kagayama all end up in a, a 3v3 basketball game with some high school boys. Yes. Um, and as that match starts, Honoka shows up next to Tabata. Yes. It's very funny when uh, Hikari's like, oh, are you going to be uh, playing basketball with them to me? And they're like, no, it's it's going to be you, Hikari. Hikari's like, me? I have to play <laughs> basketball? Hikari is, like, the least good at sports as anyone in the show. I think even Honoka is better at sports than Hikari. Yes. <laughs> uh, poor Hikari. She does her best. She just doesn't know what sports are. Yeah. I think is the thing. She doesn't have interests until this episode. Maybe. The queen's voice hasn't come down from the sky and told her about sports yet. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes when you're just part of a reincarnation of the queen of a another dimension, sometimes you just don't know what things are. And I bet the queen only played fancy sports like croquet. Did she fight any sports? She was giant. Who I wouldn't want to. Yeah, she... I don't think she left that room. <laughs> she she's very tall. She would be great at basketball <laughs> and volleyball. She should have learned like polo from the from the prince in the frog dimension. <laughs> <laughs> what would she ride? She needs something big enough to ride on. There has to be something. Um, there's that bear from Futariwa. Yes. <laughs> yes, the giant bear. Um. Anyways, where am I in my notes? They're playing some basketball. Okay. Yes, Kageyama's pretty good at basketball, but the other two aren't as good. Yeah. And they get a bit trounced. And yeah. then we get the act break. Yeah. Uh, now is very upset about how bad they're playing the basketball. Tanner, were you about to say something? I There was something I meant to say earlier when um, Mew and now were doing their whole sketch where at some point Mew says that Hanukkah has as much knowledge as a supercomputer super deep blue. Mm-hmm. Mm. That, that's all. Is that a reference to something? The, the supercomputer deep blue was like this famous computer that knew how to play chess. And oh. I can't remember if it actually won a chess, but everyone's like, deep blue, the computer that plays the chess. Yeah, it's the pre-Watson Watson. But it only knows how to play chess. Just like how Watson only knows how to look up Jeopardy answers on the internet. Mm-hmm. It won its first game against world champion Gary Kasparov in game one of a six-game match in 96. However, Kasparov won three and drew two of the following five games, defeating Deep Blue with a score of four to two. Do you ever think about how, like, Watson winning Jeopardy is exactly as impressive as, like, an Alexa unit winning Jeopardy? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So after they fail to be good at basketball, the boys are like, hey, you know, we, we can just stop here because they feel bad about, like, just crushing these girls. We'll let you just shoot some free throws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is when Honoka's like, hey, uh, time out. Uh, yeah, well, Nagisa also says that she wants to do keep playing because she sees uh, Kageyama's face being like, a, I, I wanted to do good. Yeah. Um, so Honoka then calls them over and they talk strategy for a bit and also Sikun and Purin are both there. Yeah, so up in the sky watching them. I'm s- surprised that per- Purin is still like around. Well, Purin said that she's not going to go into the gym. 
yet she's got to see more things come go on and this time instead of it being a crush it's uh hikari's desire to do good at things yes i guess or make friends maybe yeah they're watching the queen be like she can do it uh honoka tells nagisa to play basketball like she's playing lacrosse and tells hikari to just when you get the ball shoot the ball please (laughs) And she tells now she tells now not to do what Hikari and Nagasa do. She's just like, "You're fine. Just, just be yourself." Yeah, you're worrying too much about getting them in. Just do do what feels right. Yeah. Also, this whole time the Hartiels are observing. I'm assuming these are the Hartiels. Yes, these are the Hearty Eels. <laughs> uh, we've seen four. We've Five. seen we've seen Seekun, we've seen Passion, we've seen the green one, whose name I don't remember. Harmonin. Those, those are the emotions. Seekin, Passion, Green. And the green was the one that stayed in the box and was in the cake episode, right? Yes. Um, And then Pure, and, and so I think that's four. Okay, it's four out of, I forgot how many there are in total, because my- Twelve. Twelve, okay. <laughs> my brain isn't working today. Thank you, Cassidy. You're welcome. Yes, yeah, so, so they are watching- so Nagisa takes off her overshirt, and she's ready to fucking play. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then the, and then they do sports, and they do it better this time. Yeah. And Tabata is impressed by the way that Honoka managed to turn the mood around. Yeah. Uh, Hikari still isn't doing great, but at some point gets a ball and panic throws a three-pointer that goes in. I wrote down a very good line of when after Nagisa scores the first uh, basket and like falls immediately onto her back, which looks like it hurts. Uh, yeah. When they're going again, Hikari is like trying to get the ball from one of the boys. She's like, can you please give me the ball? <laughs> like politely asking for it. Yeah, also like politely reaching around too. Yeah. Like not even like trying to get up in there. Also at one point now definitely did traveling. It's, it's street ball. There's only a foul if someone calls you on it. But that that's literally like the only basketball rule I know, so <laughs> I don't know. That's just how it works. You can't be crispy in basketball. <laughs> Oldly grilled. Yes, exactly. But yeah, after she lands the three-pointer that manages to go in, everybody's dead silent, and then people start clapping, and Hikari's new friends come and celebrate with her. Um, Also, Circulus is here now and taunts the Hartiels about making the world fall to darkness. Okay, okay, fun fun, fact, I did not know what any of the villains looked like this season, because I was just like (laughs) listening to you guys talk about various things. Most of the season has just... Mm -hmm. Um, most of the season has just kind of washed over me. <laughs> um, so I have no idea what any of the villains look like. This guy shows up, and I'm like, is this Dracula's nobody? <laughs> this is like Discount Passard. <laughs> oh, he wishes he could be Discount Passard. He doesn't have great enough hair. It's Diet Passard. <laughs> it's like fucking, uh, what is it? Not RC Cola. What's the fucking... What's the fucking Kmart brand Coca-Cola? It's, it's probably just red cola. He's like that. All I can think of is the soda brand. I think that's called like Dr. Bob. <laughs> that I've seen. Is that a real thing? Am I combining two dis- two? It's It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think Dr. Bob is on one of those like big pictures of knockoff Dr. Peppers. He's, he's Diet A Cola, which is Australia's choice. They call me Dr. Bob. <laughs> Good morning. They call me Mr. Pig. <laughs> yeah, so Circulus is here. Is is everyone named after shapes? Is that no, the- no, no? Because the other guy's name is Oreganos. Sorry, Oreganos. Oreganos is the actual name. Then we have Viblis. Viblis, the Viblis trigger. Exactly. Finally okay. found you. Oreganos might be a weird reference to like Iroboros. Which is a round thing. So maybe Viblis is also vaguely round. Uh, what's the last guy's name? The new one? Baldez. Baldez, yes. Well, because when, when someone has a Baldez, like me, I have a Baldez, and so my head is very round. <laughs> He's not bald, though. <laughs> well, he will be once the precares are done with him. <laughs> It makes it, 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 this is a good answer to me asking 
not asking, but thinking, what do people, like, get? What do we describe what's happening on the show? But they haven't seen anything that's, like, being described. I mean, we described. haven't really described the characters visually often. No. Baldas, I have just Googled, and he looks like a Dragon Ball Z villain. <laughs> Baldas fucking sucks. He's got bad hair. He needs better hair, and I like him more. He's got this fucking weird salary man comb over, and it just does not work for your big bad, like, this is the fourth of our four evil generals. Yeah. So everyone passes out except for the cures, uh, because... Yeah, uh, and also all of them disappear except for uh, Kageyama and Tabata. Oh yeah, they do just all disappear, too. <laughs> I, yep. I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, no one's there except for these two people who are passed the fuck out. Listen, they didn't have time to animate a bunch of unconscious people. Uh, Circulus pieces together that the Hartiels always hang out near the Cures and are related to the Queen. Yes. The Cures transform. They fight. These all look like Dragon Ball Z villains. Sometimes you just gotta have a certain aesthetic. Anyways, there's lots of- there's lots of spin- this fight is spinning. Yep. This is a very spinny fight as far as, um, as far as this gang- the show goes but like i like the spinny fights the most yes they're very dynamic it's no it's no mid-air barrel roll <laughs> so we hear hikari saying hey i don't want this world to disappear into darkness yes because Cir- circulus does like threaten to send the world to darkness and also says that humans fucking suck yes and one day the field of rainbows will be consumed and Hakar is like hey I just made new friends fuck you I want this world to survive and like he he goes to attack Hakari and the two characters just like hold him back yeah he like seems extra I feel like maybe after getting hit by the um uh Hartiel action last time he's just like lost all of his or all, most of his power because like yeah the cures are just fucking trouncing him today yeah and it's hikari's turn to transform tano what did you think of hikari's transformation into shiny luminous it's, yeah that's good it's it's not bad i i don't like her outfit that much because it's it's very plain yeah exactly it's very plain it's it's very pretty but it's not very cure it needs to be, like, if it, like, poofed out more. Exactly. Yeah. Hikari uh, starts, like, saying, like, they're not powerless. You know, they're the first friends I made. Uh, you don't know anything. Uh, and that she's gonna protect them. He is able to get free of being held back. And he starts to summon, like, darkness. Yeah, he's preparing his dark orb attack. Yeah. Darkness. It seems like he's uh, attempting to, like, kill now and me. <laughs> I think he's just planning on blasting everyone. Yeah. Uh, but not so fast, because they use their trio move, which is... Uh, uh, extreme Luminario! Luminario. Well, that's just fun to say. Extreme Luminario. I love Extreme Luminario. It's a great name. It is very good. <laughs> uh, it hits the darkness blast, but Extreme Luminario is much more powerful and Extremely more powerful. The orbs are nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and they d- defeat him. The, he goes blasting off again. Um, I was on the wiki page. I was on the wiki page for Circulus, and, um... Yeah? I just... I posted the picture there in the chat. It's like, remembering the episode where they were just all hanging out eating cake. <laughs> yeah. They're all just fucking hanging out, having cake. Having a cake about it. <laughs> of a ball because he wasn't there yet. He didn't exist yet, and thank God. <laughs> it doesn't deserve cake. His cake is a lie. Viblis just, like, went and bought another cake, and that's why she was there to fight the cures that episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it because someone ate her strawberry? Yeah, Uraganos ate her strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only part that she wanted, too. She didn't even care for the rest of the cake. See, like, these three are, like, fun villains. We haven't seen enough of Baldas, and I don't like Baldas as a design, so I don't really care about him at all. But these three, I'm like, no, this is, like, what happened. What would happen if, like, Pissard and Poisony and, like, you know, um, Geki Drago and the boy whose name I can't remember. Kyria? 
Yeah, Kyria, if those four hung out, it would be like when these three hang out. Mm. Not Iokubo, we're not including him? I- Iokubo is the fucking Baldez <laughs> of the first, gra- first game. That's fair. Is there a Baldez of the second group? Um, they're all Baldez in that group, <laughs> is the secret. <laughs> I don't remember any of their names, so. Um, there was the fucking, um, Belze, because I keep wanting to say Belze every time I say Baldez. <laughs> Belze, Gertrude Belze was the first one. Ah, and yes. he had two names. He did have two names. Um, and then I think one of them was June, Juno? Juna? Juna. Um, and I don't remember the other one's name. Not important, they're all dead now. Well, the one that I don't remember the name of is the lady, and she was kind of important, because <laughs> her and Akane need to go hang out again. Yes. Well, they can't anymore, because the three seeds were destroyed when the Jakku King was destroyed. And then three new seeds, or four new se- seeds happened. Yeah. And that's how we got Viblis. Viblis should go hang out with Akane. Yeah, Viblis should go hang out with Akane. Anyways, um, Circulus gets defeated and he leaves, and Nagisa and the girls eat all of her mom's bread, and then the next day at school. Except for the French bread. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you eat the French bread? French bread is just as good as all the other bread. The other breads are probably, like, sweeter, more, like, bun-focused and pastry-focused, I imagine. Yeah. Just just eat bread. Some of them look kind of croissant-adjacent. Girls be bread. Mm, girls kind of be bread. Also, uh, at some point, now and me, you call Hakari by her first name. And they're like, hey, is that okay? And Hikari's like, hell yeah, it's okay. Uh, and we see as they're running to school, because uh, now and Mew pass by Nagisa and Honoka the next day, and they thank them for yesterday. Uh, we see Hikari also went up, because uh, the three of them have to, uh, they're doing the, like the... The morning duties. Yeah, the morning duties. Uh, and she calls uh, now and Mew by their first name. So they're all now good friends. Mm-hmm. Yay! And Onaka and Nagisa give Hikari, like, a knowing smile. Like, yeah. Isn't it fucking great to have friends? <laughs> Go befriend those lesbians. The end. The end. The end. And next episode, Nagisa's gonna be lucky. Nagisa's gonna win a melon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's so lucky she's a star. But she cry, cry, cry with a lonely night thinking... If there's nothing missing from my life, then why do these tears come at night? I don't get this reference. It's a Britney Spears song. Britney Spears. I am... Okay, here's the thing. Is that I didn't listen to music much. I just generally don't listen to a lot of music. So I know, like, the, the, like, three major hits of Britney Spears. The three songs. Oh, I thought you meant this three songs, period. No. No. Um... So there's like a lot of Britney Spears songs that I don't actually know, but generally I think, you know, pretty good. Now the song Lucky is stuck in my head. Thank you, uh, Tanner. You're welcome. (laughs) One of the three I know, so I don't have to worry about that. (laughs) And that's the episode. That is episode 15. I almost said 14. That was last week's episode. (laughs) No, it was last week when I kept saying all the episode 13 stuff. And that's been Precure Smarts. Thank you for coming on the podcast again, Tanner. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Sorry again for time. It's okay. It happens. Time is an illusion. I don't have an excuse because I didn't get the injection till after. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your excuse was that you were getting the injection, period, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I should have at some point said, oh, wait a second. I did time wrong. Time zones are weird, and they're fake. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Do I have to make a song reference? I can't think of anything. You've got time. I do got time. Because it's time for plugs. (laughs) Tanner. Yes. Plug your stuff. Hang on, hang on. I didn't think. Ask ask me about my plugs again. Tanner. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, you fucking got me. <laughs> Plug your shit. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. I never post on Instagram. You can also find my podcasts on places that have podcasts. 
I've got Notify Reboot You First, which is a podcast where me and my friend Lindsay take our favorite uh, properties and reboot them before Hollywood has the chance to. Um, that's on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for Notify Reboot You First, and they're pronounced Brad Putt. I also have Pokemon Adventures of the Millennium, where me and Lindsay and our friends, one of which is her brother, it's always weird for me to say that because if I say Lindsay's brother and our friend, it implies that Lindsay's brother is not our friend. We just put up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's a Pokemon podcast I uh, GM for called Pokemon Adventures of the Millennium. It's on Twitter at PKMN underscore Millennium. It is a cussing podcast, so make sure your kids don't listen to it until they're like really cool. Zubat's going to say fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if they're listening to this podcast, they're already listening to a cussing podcast. <laughs> this is true. Still, I feel the need to say that. Um, I have a third podcast. Loser Like Me is a podcast with my friend Christina, and we watch every episode of Glee. And boy, boy, did they sing Lucky on that one? No, surprisingly, they had had two Britney Spears episodes, and they never sang Lucky. We all thought that Rachel was going to sing Lucky in season four because she was in a very unlucky position, but she didn't. Well. Seems like I'm the only one who doesn't know that song. <laughs> right. Uh, Charlie, I think that makes it your turn. Yes. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, if you want to tell us what Britney Spears songs you know or don't know. <laughs> if you want to send us any Britney Spears Pretty Cure AMVs. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> you can find us at Prepod Engaged on Twitter. Or if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magical Underscore Pride, where I tweet about things. It's different every day. I don't. I. I don't know. I just. I just tweet things that come to my mind, and that's just what you get. <laughs> or you can go listen to my podcasts, like Otherwhere, Otherwhere Pod. Like this one. <laughs> they already listened to this one. It looks like well. there's only one. <laughs> It's an AMV for Smile Pretty Cure set to break the ice, and it focuses on cure beauty. Oh, interesting. Huh. Uh, <laughs> you can go listen to other Rare Pod where I play Phantom the Nomad. Or you can go listen to Breathing Space, Fading Frontier, which is a space anthology podcast audio drama where I'm not on it yet, but I will be on it in the future. So please go listen to those things. And that's it. Take it away, Cassidy. If there was a Saw-themed spinoff of uh, Breathing Space, it should be called Breathing Space Fatal Frontier. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anyways, it's time for everyone's eyes to be on me in the center of the ring, just like a circus. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find me on Twitter at Madelbotanist. It's (laughs) M-A-D-L-O-V-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Um, I've been having Sonic the Hedgehog feelings lately because it's Sonic's birthday yesterday at the time of recording. Go watch that 30th anniversary stream if you have any sort of semblance of caring about the hedgehog. And if you listen to this podcast, you might. Or you just... <laughs> you just might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> send, send us Sonic XAMVs uh, set to Britney Spears. Send us your, um... You know those, like, Disney AMVs where, like, mash up, like, the two different movies to make, like, a second movie or whatever? Second result, if you seek Amy Rose. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, um, you can find all the podcasts I do on my out-of-date website, which is uh, my Twitter handle dot neocities.org, neocities.org. Um, pride plug this time. Tanner, you've listened to this podcast more than I have. Is, uh, a forgotten era? Is that a, is that a pride plug worthy thing? That's extremely pride plug worthy. Kingdom Hearts, the forgotten era is a Kingdom Hearts actual play podcast using interstitial or hearts intertwined, uh, written by Riley Hopkins. Um, Riley is not involved in this though. Um, but the people behind, uh, forgotten era are extremely good people and extremely queer prideful people. Um, and they're also hosting a charity stream this Saturday, which is probably going to be like two weeks ago. Um, yes. When yes. this comes out. But it doesn't mean you can't donate to charities. But you should yes. support them anyways. Exactly. Donate to charity anyways. The good news is about being queer is that it's all year round. Yeah. Yeah. Pride month don't stop. The pride plugs might stop, but 
I'm we'll watching see. the AMV as we speak, and it's. I think it's implying that Amy wants to get into a polycule with uh, Tails and his plant girlfriend. Hmm. Huh. Or maybe just everyone. I think everyone. I think... Amy Rose dates the Sonic universe. I think Amy Rose is a very much loving love kind of person. This feels like a fanfic that I would see on AO3. I mean, the third season of Sonic X felt like a fanfic. All of Sonic X is technically a fanfic. <laughs> Uh, no, I I wouldn't argue that because then you can say that the MCU is also a fanfic. You telling me it's not? It's, it's, it's not good fanfic. It's 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 fanfic of this. It's fanfic of the quality of that one time I read a Glee Star Wars crossover, except it was just word for word Star Wars, but with the Glee characters put in, and Chewbacca was played by the Irish kid, so he was the only person who said different things because instead of unintelligible Wookiee noises, it was just him speaking Irish. So. Here's the thing, actually, as I do think I can say, all right, I don't know what the production of Sonic X was like, but I imagine it was very similar to the Archie comics. And I think both the Archie comics and Sonic X count as Sonic fan fiction, but like the IDW comics don't. And I don't okay. know why I have this distinction in my brain, but I think it might be because Charmy B gets like super high on LSD and his best friend dies or something in the Archie <laughs> what? comics. What? And, like, because that happens in Archie, my brain puts that into, like, fanfic territory, you know? And Sonic X has that same energy. Cassidy, if you make a Sonic audio drama podcast, then you can put uh, Whisper in it. I could- well, so maybe- I don't think I would be able to. Like, maybe it would be, like, on, like, a side episode or something. But, like, I think, like, I was telling Charlie earlier, I may have said it while you were in this call also. I don't remember when I said things, because time is fake. Um... But it'd be like the Book of Medora podcast where they just go through like the Legend of Zelda games, um, like the main ones mostly, and then piece together a timeline at the end. I might do that. And I, I wouldn't be like the, the Egg Lore Zone thing I did for April Fool's, which was like Kingdom Smarts. But instead it would be me just sort of like boiling down the plots to games. No, but I'm, I'm saying you write some Sonic fan fiction and then you act it out on the podcast with your friends. I mean, I could do that, is the thing. I could just do that anyways. I have this whole podcast feed dedicated to whatever the fuck I want. It's called Digital Cryptids, and maybe you've heard of it. I have heard of it. I listened to you have an E3 situation. <laughs> yes, the situation is right. But also, that's like open call for like people I know and talk to regularly. Or semi-regular. You know, like if you feel comfortable like calling us acquaintances... <laughs> then business partners <laughs> then i would say uh you know maybe talk to me if you have idea for like a, a like a one or two thing podcast that you don't want to make a feed for hey this youtuber who made the if you see gamey rose they, their whole all their videos are just sonic x amvs it's actually kind of great that is Fuck incredible yes. Thank Shadow and Maria, God. The Diary of Jane, Sonic the Hedgehog, It's My Life, Knuckles and Rouge, Girlfriend, yes. Shadow and Maria, Break You Open, Shadow and Rouge, Die Another Day, Sonic and Amy, You're Not Alone, Tales and Cosmo, So Close, Sonic and Friends are Teenagers, If You Seek Amy Rose, Sonic and Amy, To Be With You, Sonic Girls, Going Under, <laughs> Knuckles and Rouge, I Hate Everything About You, yes, Tales and Cosmo, go. Bring Me to Life, Sonic and Amy, Never, Foot from Footloose, The Sonic Party, pos the Sonic Party Posse Mix, <laughs> Shadow and Maria, Against All Odds. Sonic couples gotta be somebody. Shit, Amy Rose's circus. I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead, but Amy Rose's circus. <laughs> the very first one they uploaded 12 years ago was Sonic and Shadow jizz in their pants. <sighs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so that's it for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on, Tanner. Let's end this. <laughs> so, until next time, we need your help! Meepo. Girls, be Mario Hoops 3-on-3 three three for the Nintendo DS. You're too slow. <laughs> <sighs> Mario Hoops 3-on-3. Three three. Looks like uh, the movies they're showing at uh, this uh, swap shop is the, the, the Fast and Furious movies. The Fast and Furious 9. All of them? Yeah. No, just the ninth one. Just the ninth. Okay. No, yeah, they're showing more than just the one movie. Um, 
Let me be clear. I need to, I need to spoil myself for the ninth movie to see if my theory is correct. Okay, my my fast my F nine theory is not true. What's your F nine theory? My F nine theory was that Han was a clone. Hmm. This is gonna also be a good theory about Star Wars. Is <laughs> <laughs> no, because then he'd be Han. Whenever you get cloned in Star Wars, you have to add an extra vowel to your name. That's how we got Luke. I, I believe I have heard, and I, I, I have in fact checked this, um, that when Han was originally introduced, his name was Han Solo. Oh, and in Fast, in Fast and Furious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you mentioned Star Wars. I'm like, isn't that his name still? <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, yes, yes, okay. Han Lu, also known to come... Also known to come, it's a strange way for Wikipedia to phrase that, Han Solo, <laughs> spelled um, spelled like this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, just don't want to interrupt again to talk more about Fast and Furious, but I am going to do that. <laughs> Alright, go, go. Um, I'm here on the Honolulu Wikipedia page some more, and um, this character has appeared in movies that are not Fast and Furious movies. Huh. As a matter of fact, Han's first appearance is in the 2002 film Better Luck Tomorrow. What is that even about? Um, <clears throat> an American crime drama film directed by Justin Lin. The film is about Asian American overachievers who become bored with their lives and enter a world of petty crime and material excess. Oh, sometimes you gotta you gotta commit crimes. Yeah, I've scrolled down a bit and I found the the section it says Dominic Toretto's crew. And it's listed current members, former members, allies, and enemies. Um, this ally section has been updated already and does include a spoiler. <laughs> oh. Um, and the enemy section, the enemy section lists a character as a former, en- uh, so there are characters that are like, okay, in the ally section that are listed as former enemy, because that's just how these things go. But there is also a person in the enemy section listed as former enemy. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm like... Do you mean former ally, or do you mean they used to be an enemy and now they're not an enemy at all, but they're still on the enemy list? Or were they an enemy, stopped being an enemy, and now are enemy again? An enemy. An enemy's an enemy. An enemy, an enemy, an enemy. 